Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bear Talks, and today we're going to be talking about working towards your freedom, and how much longer is this going to be, like, an option? How much longer? That's not... mm. We'll see you guys in the episode. You heard right. How How much longer are we going to be able to work towards our freedom, and... and how much longer working to, towards your freedom is going to be a thing is I think it's very much up for debate because you know like I always I always say in the um in in previous episodes you know work towards your freedom there's more benefits or you know there, there's pros and cons to it you know working working for yourself and I think a lot of people know that and if you don't I have episodes on it if you want to go look back and listen but today we're talking specifically benefits of working for your freedom, working for yourself, making your own money, and the negatives that come with that whole, that come with the whole, you know, being your own boss, CEO, gig deal. I figure it's white when I start recording my hiccups and I have to do this, that, and the third. But, you know, working for your freedom is is a long road. It's hard. There's a lot of steps to it. And it, it's never, you know, like having a job where it's just one thing. You know, there's multiple steps that have to go into it. There's multiple. I know there's, it's, it's not easy as just, you know, being bop boop. You know, it's. You get what I'm trying to say. Um, but it's it's true that most people don't have their dream job because their dream job doesn't pay enough. Uh, they, you know, found what their dream job was later in life. You know, there's, you know, whatever the case, you have kids early, you know, you move out early. You know, whatever the case, a lot of people don't have their dream jobs. Is that okay? Um, it's not, I don't really think that's a question that I can answer because people's dream jobs are different things. Not everyone wants to, you know, work <laughs> for a dream job. Not. I'm not saying work for dream jobs and work towards earning, earning the position, but most people don't want to work as their dream job. Like people don't want to work at all, which is its own problem. But, like, people who don't have their dream jobs are quickly building up side hustles right now, you know? And I think it's a little weird because the the whole working for yourself thing, a lot of people aren't even doing it for, not to say the right reasons, because people have their own, their own reasons for stuff, but people are doing it for, like, just to, you know, buy more stuff which i guess yeah if you want something go get it but i know it's kind of it's kind of weird because they're not solving the bigger problem i guess people are just you know i'm gonna use i'm i'm gonna say this people just want to be like the coolest caged monkey possible which is really weird like 
I, I thought of this earlier today before but when I was planning on recording this episode is like if I if you know you're if someone you know won ten million dollars when they won the lottery after taxes ten million dollars cash and you know if it, it whoever it is they're gonna get you they had they just got a car and they're gonna come pick you up from wherever are you gonna be that person that throws a fit because it's not a Lamborghini and they're coming to pick you up in a Honda you know what I mean or if they if someone you know won the lottery like your your parents or your significant other or your child whoever they won the lottery and they gave you a brand new Honda instead of a, a Benz is that a problem for you I don't think it should because I mean the point of a car is to go somewhere not really live in it and of course everyone like especially nowadays you know cars are a lot quote unquote cooler because it's not just you know an engine and some pedals anymore you know there's a lot of stuff that goes into cars but we're not talking about the details. We're just talking about logos and their meanings. For, for this specific analogy, I'd say Honda. Because they don't require maintenance, you know. Personally, I don't like being like the flashiest person in the room that's personal preference. You know, whatever. I think more people should be working towards side hustles. Not... Like I said, whatever floats your boat, whatever floats your boat, you live your life. But it's weird seeing people put in extra work, extra time, and make extra money just to, like I said in my, my the Do Clothes Control Us episode, just to, you know, be who they want, look like who they want to look. Instead of fixing, I don't know, like, serious issues in their lives. Like, I'm not saying, like, because nobody, nobody has rights to your money. Of course, I have to, like, burp right now. No, oh, I think that was it. People work, or, no, shit, lost my train of thought. Um, but, like, personally, like, I don't want to have any, like, like, I guess, regrets, like, make any wrong choices. Like, I don't want to, you know live and die in the same area like I want to like I'm from Jersey I like Jersey I like how it has a mix of city and you know wooded areas but I don't want to be here my like my entire life if you know what I mean but like I said everyone has different boats to float like I said not judging I'm just saying people have really weird and People are just weird, you know, and that's a good thing. I don't think there's really a term called normal. I don't, I don't think people should be normal. I feel like everyone should be different. Personality-wise, at least. And I lost my train of thought. We're going to move on from there. So, you know, like, it's 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 just weird to me that people would meet. Like, here, I found my train of thought. Weird to me, people would put make ex will make extra money, work a little more than what they're already working, to make shit. I'm saying the same thing over again. To make people make extra money and don't fix real issues in their lives. You know, they don't use that money to fund a normal life first. They'll fund it to fund an extravagant life. Which leads into where I really want to take take this episode. You know, people people won't 
leave their job, they'll take the job money that they make and their side hustle, you know, buy new purses, then to get a new apartment or, more, or a new house, or then get a new car, instead of just using that money to leave the job that they don't like, and then build all that up off of the money that they make themselves. Like I said, but money is money, people have different priorities, people have, you know, it's whatever. But I was talking about not being happy at work, at, at, at your, at, you know, ha- having your dream job and not liking what you do for work and all that. Because I personally, I think depression is a good thing. I know that sounds so weird. And there are a lot of bad things that come with depression. Obviously, I'm not, you know, alluding to that fact. But I think depression is a good, an overall good thing for the human species. <laughs> Because it, it, it shows that people aren't content. You know, I feel not I feel like once people everyone's content then there's gonna be then then there's a problem. And yes, people are depressed for different reasons and you know, hey, you know what if I'm depressed for this reason? You know, it's it's there's levels to this shit. <laughs> um I'm still gonna say, you know, depression is a good thing. In terms of depression as in not being happy with what you're doing, not being happy with your life's course. I'm not saying being depressed because you're from a refugee in from a war-torn country or, you know, any anything else that is that stems from truly negative things in this world. I mean, depression coming from stuff that you can, you coming... Affecting you, stuff that you can change but haven't yet. That kind of depression. You know, I'm not saying, you know, people should be bullied or anything like that. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying depression is a good thing because it shows that people aren't content and it shows that people are, are still have dreams. You know, it shows that people still have dreams, people still want to be something that they haven't achieved yet. Sorry for the cut, but we're back. Um, I hate having to cut episodes in half. I'd rather just, you know, straight through it. But shit happens. Um, you know, depression is a good thing in terms of what I said earlier. How it's it's a good thing to have when you're looking at yourself. I know I'm really wording this really poorly. But um, I'm going to try to explain it. Like I'm pretty sure I did a couple minutes ago. Pretty sure I did just a couple minutes ago, but, you know, it's good in terms of being unhappy with yourself. Because it shows that people still have dreams, people still aren't who they want to be yet. It's necessary, it's not necessary, because I feel like people, not that you should do it right the first time, but people should always follow their dreams, because it's not like dream jobs aren't a thing anymore. You know, you can, whatever you want to be, there's a job for it. It's not like... There's a, a whole, as a whole, a smaller job market around the world. There's jobs for what you want, and I think that's a good thing for our generation, for people. But in terms of chasing your dreams, that's a definition of character. That's something completely different. That is solely on you. Chase your dreams is on you. Because everyone starts at step one. Everyone starts off being shy. Start off from, well, not everyone starts off with starting with nothing in terms of what you want to go after 
because, you know, some people want to play basketball and, you know, can afford good camps or, you know, have a dad that went to play pro, pro ball or college ball or they played in high school. You know, that's different. But everyone starts off with the shy, not having having zero experience. It's just when you start that really differs from people because people can have everything and still get duped by the person who has nothing and started um, when they're older. So chasing your dreams and getting out of depression, that's a that's a, a character thing. That's on you. That's, you know, on you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, with things of the past, jobs, the jobs, jobs and, and, you know, all that and people's opinions aren't really controlled by the powers that be anymore. And powers that be, I mean, like back in the, you know, the 70s and 80s, you know, only way you could, you can learn about anything was watching the news, which we know nowadays is extremely biased. Um... CEOs like the mega corporations. There were no really small corporations back then. Well, there were because they're, you know what I mean. Like, there wasn't. They didn't care about you know. I guess um, the chain of chain of command, chain of command, and like company morale. I guess you know, everyone was just told sit in their cubicle, do what you do, collect your paycheck deal with your problems outside of work and that's not the case anymore ceos are under attack by employees for if they're not treated well as they should be because there's difference between making the monster run and not caring how it runs not caring my english is god awful my grit my speech pronunciation is god awful there's a difference between running the monster and not count not not ca- caring how it's how it's fed, how it's ran. You know, there the 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 billionaires and the millionaires of the world are very much within our grasp nowadays. And you know, now that we can, now that people can become people are becoming millionaires more often. People, anyone can become a millionaire at any age. You know. We can grab our, our, our higher ups, our bosses, you know, they're not just hidden, hidden away and, you know, by the black figure, you know, in a TV show, like someone snitching on the mob, you know, we're, we're very much more in control of our day to day. We can control what we see on Instagram. If you don't believe that change what you like and who you follow, the algorithm will completely switch up what you see. Um, we control, we can more or less control what we see as people nowadays. You know, there are people who are starting up their own blogs, news, podcasts, who are offering more opinions, all sides before they, you know, just start recording. You know, we can control our day to day more often. But the counterpart to this episode and all this positivity is negatives because every positive has a negative and every negative has a positive. And the first one I want to talk about is cryptocurrency. Future of the world? Yes. Can it make you money by, you know, short trading, shorting it? Yes. You know, is there 
Was it ran by banks? No. Was it ran by anybody? No. It's ran by its use and the people who who have it. I'm just going to use Bitcoin as an example because that's the one we're all familiar with. That's the one we all wish we put $5,000 in back in 2010, you know? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. It's going back up. Def, it's definitely going to start shooting back up soon. Um, it actually started, I'm pretty sure it started today or yesterday is when Bitcoin started going back up. Check your Coinbase. Um, but the negative with that is it's not like the US dollar. There's no, you know, there's no one making it. You, people can mine Bitcoin and still create more, but it's not, there's no organization controlling the flow of, or, you know, that, the outflow of, of Bitcoin. Unlike the US dollar. And, you know, these, the banks, or whoever the treasury, whoever controls the worth of the dollar and how much money is out there, you know, when it comes to you know inflation and all that, we're kind of at their mercy, and that's the negative of the U.S. dollar. Positive is it, is that you know if it in, if it can inflate, it can deflate. You know, and they're always printing money, which leads to you know you can borrow money to start a business. You know, loans, you know, the good and positive with that. And, you know, you know, the whole the whole U.S. dollar organization scheme, scam, fraud organization, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. We all know the positives and negatives of it. But, you know, I, I feel like with Bitcoin, since no one control, no one really controls the price and no one controls how much is out there i feel like when it starts to become extremely when it starts to take the forefront of currency like when when national currencies start to you know become more of a sideline thing and bitcoin becomes more and more and more and more and more in use i think it's gonna i feel like in the future definitely when i'm 21 when our generations in our 30s and 40s we're going to be able to take checks through cryptocurrencies, hundred percent without a doubt. You know, it's not going to be U.S. dollar or, you know, hit your bank account. It's going to be you know cryptocurrencies hitting your hitting your bank account. And I feel like that's a problem. Like I said, no one controls how much is out there. No one controls the price. Is because I feel like that's going to segment and cement financial classes. You know, it's, you know, it may not, it might not, I might be wrong, but I feel like since it never goes up, the price of the dollar, the worth of the dollar, worth of the price of Bitcoin never goes up and down, I feel like they're going to be able to, you know, I had this idea. Oh my god! I was. Yeah, I need better notes because I had this. I had 
my thoughts. You know, they're not, you know, they're not, you're not going to really be able to, to take out a, a, a Bitcoin loan because there's only going to be so many. And I might be wrong. I might not have done my research well enough. They might still, they might end up, you know, printing Bitcoin or they have no idea and they might end up printing Bitcoin anyway, even though no one's talking about it. You know, but I feel like since it's decentralized from banks, when people start, when, when people start accepting Bitcoin for purchases, not just, you know, you can put it in your bank and trade with it. It's going to cause more harm than good because all the, all, all businesses have to say is, oh, this costs, you know, as many Bitcoins as I want it to. And, you know, we, we see that. And that's a problem because it starts, there's a, you know, there's a, a, a people who are charged too much and then there's the people where people actually buy, which is the cheaper end because people don't want to buy expensive anything. But the people that can are at the bottom of the line and, and where people really shop, they're going to control how Bitcoin, you know, how we, how we interact with Bitcoin. They're going to start overcharging. And since, like I said, you can always. They're probably going to withhold Bitcoin at some point, but you can. Get Bitcoin. And then give it away. And then, you know. I don't know. Maybe I honestly think now that I'm thinking about it on the episode, I honestly think I'm wrong. But, you know, we'll never know. But I honestly do think that there's a hidden negative to this whole cryptocurrency thing that no one really sees yet. And I do think it's going to, you know, definitely cement classes, like class in terms of financial, in terms of of financials. I think there's a hidden negative to cryptocurrency in terms of financial classes, financial, you know, so build wealth now, save your bread, start a side business, build a brand, start three side businesses, you know, get, get your money because I, there's, there's dark times ahead. I can, can shit you not, can shit you not, there's dark times ahead. (laughs) And like since actually since we're on the topic of the future, um, not well not the future but like what is to come. Um, uh, let's talk about the the negatives of the power at be. You know, uh, I want to talk about robotics and the what was it? called the Amazon Go store. Like, there's one in, like, Seattle, and they're building, like, a few more. But, like, there's, like, nobody works there. There's no cashiers. The only, there's only, like, it only takes, like, probably, like, three people to run this bitch. <laughs> maybe for the whole store, it's, like, the size of a 7-Eleven. So maybe it probably takes, like, just to cover a whole day. Maybe if, maybe four. Just, just to be safe, you know. 
four or five. You know, it's it's it. You get my point. It's a very small crew, and yes, college is becoming more open to people, but there are still hundreds of thousands of people. Just because college is becoming more acceptable and they're giving out better loans, doesn't mean that people can still afford college because it's still very expensive and the price of it is still rising. Not many colleges are dropping their actual prices. Um, you know, that whole, you know, no one has to work here or, you know, the robotic arms that are um, going to end up taking the spots of, you know, grill cooks at, you know, at TJF Fridays and stuff. It's just like, So, so, oh, so here's where, see, now I found my train of thought. These people who can't go to college, whether it's because they're, you know, people can't go to college. There's a shit ton of reasons everybody knows, everybody knows them. Unless you're from the suburbs where everyone goes to college. There are massive regions in the United States, in Mexico, where whole towns don't go to college. They just, you know, replace the, the people who work in the stores. And it's it sucks. It's kinda of sad. That they don't they don't believe that they have an option other than to live here, die here. And for these people, I feel like that I feel like they're gonna experience this whole Bitcoin thing worse. Because it's not like they're gonna be bi- paid in whole Bitcoin, you know, they're going to turn, they're going to make the equivalent of $13 an hour, whatever that is, whatever $13 is in Bitcoin. And all, all it's going to take is currents like paper currency. Cause that's all, that's what we're comparing Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to is we're comparing it to whatever your national currency is. The minute national currencies go, who knows what they're going to base Bitcoin after? You know, they can keep the price. They can say, uh, systematically, this, this doesn't work. You know, the banks can do their shadowy shit because it's not like they're open. If you pay attention to, to, to banks, they're all investing in, you know, cryptocurrency firms, which handle solely cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency wallets, give out loans that, you know, so cryptocurrency is a good thing to invest in because the banks are doing it. Follow the banks if you want to get rich. Literally. <laughs> um, but, you know, who knows what they're going to base it off after when, you know, the precursor money is gone. And it's it it's scary to think about because the human species hasn't traded up on currency often. U.S. dollar still, it may not be worth the same, but it's still the USD from however long ago. You know, the euro is still however from however from however long, however, however long ago. Yen is from still however long ago. So, you know, when these national currencies disappear and cryptocurrency takes over, are we going to keep the same price based on what currencies were? Or, or or what, you know? So there's going to be a massive wave of people that are, jobs are replaced 
by machines. Currency is going to be different, so who knows if they're going to be able to take loans out at all, which I'm pretty sure they are, because banks to banks, that's good business. Um, but, you know, it's we're becoming we're walking into a world where there is no such thing as. Uh, how do I say this? We're walking into a world where there's no such thing as a lower class. There's you the the how do I? There you're either gonna be scraping, side hustling, and and digging your entire life, or you're not. You know, there's going to be very few people, and those people who walk that in-between line are usually going to be some kind of public servant, cops, firefighters, if they don't get replaced too. You know, it's either get educated, get rich, get rich, become a public servant of... I don't, I don't mean to say public servant as in a negative way, I just I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's just what they're called, because they get paid off of... The money of the town that they work for or your rock bottom there is no nothing else anymore and it's some people are going to say hey well there's there's already is a lower class that's true but we're going to see the lower class boom in the coming years so is college necessary yes does college need to become cheaper and probably paid for by the government yeah because if you're going to require us to get a degree to to just to live and you know afford bananas on Saturday then yeah I feel like government should but I don't know Whales episode, episode, and end in episode. I don't know. Who knows? Scary times we're walking into. We are walking into a future that is completely unknown. There are so many factors. Excuse me. <laughs> there are so many factors playing into this, playing into our future that it's kind of. You can look down one scope, but it's you know it's. Your your line of sight is blocked by another by another scope, or you know you know what I mean. So I think the only way we really know what's coming up is if we just got to keep going and keep walking, I guess. Hey guys, just want to say thank you for listening so much. See you guys on the next episode of Bear Talks. Peace out.